Hi, I'm Jago Wynn, and welcome to the HTC Daily Podcast. We as a church are meeting daily on Zoom to speak to God in prayer and to hear from God in the Bible. For those of you who can't join us live or who want to listen again, we're featuring the Daily Bible Thought, and we're also including how we're being encouraged to pray each day. Today, it's Tristan Pierce. Well, good morning, everyone. It's lovely to see you, as always. Um, I'll start by reading the passage uh, from verse 17. He went down with them and stood on a level place. A large crowd of his disciples was there and a great number of people from all over Judea, from Jerusalem and from the coastal region around Tyre and Sidon. All who had come to hear him and to be healed of their diseases. Those troubled by impure spirits were cured and the people all tried to touch him because power was coming from him and healing them all. Looking at his disciples, he said, Blessed are you who are poor, for yours is the kingdom of God. Blessed are you who hunger now, for you will be satisfied. Blessed are you who weep now, for you will laugh. Blessed are you when people hate you, when they exclude you and insult you and reject your name as evil, because the Son of Man Rejoice in that day and leap for joy, because great is your reward in heaven, for that is how their ancestors treated the prophets. But woe to you who are rich, for you have already received your comfort. Woe to you who are well fed now, for you will go hungry. Woe to you who laugh now, for you will mourn and weep. Woe to you when everyone speaks well of you, for that is how their ancestors treated the false prophets. Um, As you'll probably be aware, there's quite a famous version of this of these beatitudes in Matthew chapter 5 and I think it'd be really interesting to explore this least famous one today um, which I think does contain some more challenging verses that um, well I was certainly challenged by them and and yeah could could be grappled with um, so yeah there, there are these huge parallels to Matthew all over the place in this passage um, uh, blessed are you who are poor for yours is the kingdom of God is uh verse 21 and that very much translates to blessed are the poor in spirit for theirs is the kingdom of heaven which is Matthew 5 verse 3 and I want to quickly address the fact they're not identical and uh, also don't come in exactly the same order when it comes to the stories surrounding the passages and some Christians may be slightly put off by this and many people use this to sort of prove the unreliability of the Bible and I think it's quite clear that Jesus would have preached many, many sermons uh, with these themes running through. And it's also possible that Luke brought together a few different sermons for this passage. Uh, But either way, which doesn't really matter, the differences between the two passages are not a problem at all. And in fact, quite helpful because they allow us to get a really nuanced understanding of what Jesus is getting across to us here. So first of all, uh, Jesus is preaching not from a mountain, the sermon, uh, as he does in Matthew, um, but he preaches from a level place, which is verse 17, uh, which I think is really interesting. Um, He's not putting himself above the people he's preaching to, but mixing himself right in there with them uh, from all across Israel. So it says a large crowd of his disciples was there and a great number of people from all over Judea, from Jerusalem, and from the coastal region around Tyre and Sidon. Uh, 
and we know that there would have been Gentiles coming from Tyre and Sidon, um, as well as uh, the Jews from from Judea, uh, from from Jerusalem, and which is which is again interesting. And this theme that we've we've had in Luke of uh, sort of bringing people together from all different backgrounds, uh, uh, sort of especially people who would have been much more oppressed, uh, is is a prominent one here again. Um, the blessings and the woes in this passage are not prescriptive, uh, I don't think, but descriptive. Uh, Jesus is not rewarding or punishing anyone here. Um, it is more as though he is explaining our current state, uh, what it means to be poor or rich, despairing or happy. And <laughs> I must admit, I found I found this quite tricky. Uh, Perhaps I was I was trying to compete Jesus' words with my own ideas. Um, like, why would we be blessed for a state of poverty or hunger? Um, surely those are bad things that that God doesn't want us to be in. Um, um, and what's wrong with having people speak well of you? Surely that's a good sign if people are drawn to you. Um, and perhaps you know our wealth is inversely proportional to our natural dependence on God. Perhaps when everyone is happy with us. It's because we've been trying to please them over trying to speak God's truth. Um, but those are those are quite tentative answers, I think. Um, and so they do have a practical element to them. I think it's really important to be aware of the sort of temptations that come when we are when we are blessed, when we are sort of prosperous. Um, you know, relying more on that than relying on God, for example. Uh, but I don't think that's quite getting to the heart of what this passage is about. Um, understanding God's upside down kingdom that we see a lot uh, where the uh, the servant is the, the king. Um, I think the kingdom where those who sacrifice their wealth, their power, their status, and even their life uh, for the sake of something much bigger and so much better um, for the sake of the, the truth that they believe in, in the word. And those are, those are the people who are rewarded in this kingdom. Um, so the emphasis, therefore, would be on, say, generosity rather than poverty. Um, but I think we can peel back another layer. Um, as we see in verse 23, it says, Rejoice in the, that day and leap for joy, because great is your reward in heaven. For that is how their ancestors treated the prophets. Um, and I think this passage is really about where we belong. Um, do we belong to the money that we have on earth? or to the relationships that we have here, or our popularity? Um, and the answer is absolutely not. And not because those things are necessarily bad. It's not necessarily bad to have a bit of money um, to spend, I'm sure, especially at the moment. Um, but we don't belong to those things. We belong to God. Our home is, is with him. Our home is in eternity with him. And that is ultimately where all our treasures lie. So let us allow this passage to refocus our gaze uh, not to condemn us or scare us, um, but to gently point us towards our Lord and his eternal riches for us, um, which are riches that far, far outweigh anything we could possibly have here on earth.